Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning everybody and welcome to St Thomas's for Morning Prayer this morning. Bank Holiday Monday, 5th of April. And Happy Easter to you all. I hope you had a great day yesterday. Uh, lovely weather, wasn't it? And also, just while we're waiting as people sign in, if you were at the service yesterday, wasn't it such a privilege to, to hear Bishop Debbie speaking to us? The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. So let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the light of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Now for this morning, we have an absolutely wonderful psalm. It's Psalm 111. And I'm going to read this slowly. There's so much for us here. Perfect for today. So Psalm 111. Praise the Lord. I will extol the Lord with all my heart in the counsel of the upright and in the assembly. Great are the works of the Lord. They are pondered by all who delight in him. Glorious and majestic are his deeds, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wonders to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works, giving them the lands of other nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are steadfast forever and ever, done in faithfulness and uprightness. He provided redemption for his people. He ordained his covenant forever, holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord 
is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Wow, what a magnificent psalm for today. And we could dip into any verse and find things to feed us. Um, the one that leapt out immediately as I read it was verse 9. So fitting for today, he provided redemption for his people. There may be other verses that leap from the page and strike you. I do uh, recommend uh, maybe a little later just to sit down quietly and and reread that psalm 111. And our gospel reading for today is from uh, the Gospel of St Mark. It's chapter 16 verses 1 to 8. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought, brought spices so that they may go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb, and they asked each other, Who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone, because they were afraid. So, uh, we have a different telling of, of what we heard yesterday. Uh, the, the story of the telling of um, the tomb, the empty tomb. And those verses in Mark may have been the original ending of the Gospel. And if that's so, uh, told in Mark's typical sparse, uh, sparse style, they provide us with a bit of a cliffhanger, don't they? And Mark isn't afraid to show the, the true feelings of the women involved that morning and it it gives a realism it really does underline the realism of what was happening 
in verse 8, we're told, trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. They turned up expecting the body to be there so they could anoint it. And now the, the world's been turned upside down. What's going on? But we do find the same thing elsewhere in the Gospels, don't we? Uh, in John 20, verses 8 to 9, where the, the unnamed disciple goes in and it says, He saw and he believed. And then in John 20, I'll just find it, in verse 9, we're told, sorry, just finding it now, they still did not understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. In Luke's telling of what happened that morning, when Mary Magdalene went to speak to the disciples, they didn't believe her. Thomas didn't believe until he had the evidence when he met Jesus. There is a realism here, isn't there? Had their hope gone? What would the future hold? And for me, those sorts of feelings are part of the journey of faith. We go through seasons of, as it were, uh, fruitfulness. And our faith is really strong. But we also do have seasons of, let's call it sparseness. Of dryness. When we may question. But what it underlines for me is that we come to our journey as we are. And I don't know about you, but uh, sometimes we, we question. Sometimes we're not sure. And in a comment on this passage, Barbara Moss, who is a former lecturer at Sarum College, uh, quotes the theologian Mary Lutie. This is what Mary Lutie said. Mark clears a space for us to feel whatever we feel when confronted with the Easter proclamation. In Mark, there's no, uh, at this point, there's no comfortable closing of the gospel story of that morning's events. He leaves it open. But, through it all, wherever we are, Jesus does call us on. Here's verse 7 of this morning's reading. The man in the tomb says to the women, Go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. And so we can set out in faith, trusting in the Lord, knowing that he will be there where he calls us to. He'll be there waiting for us. And we have his promise that Matthew reports in his telling of um, events just after Easter, when he sends the disciples out. 
and says, I will be with you to the end of the age. Doesn't that give us confidence? Wherever we are, whatever we're feeling today, that we can move forward following Jesus's journey planned for us in faith. Amen. And so we come to our time of prayer. And please, uh, as ever, if you have any prayer requests, do pop them into the comments. And as we go, uh, we'll get to as many as we can. So shall we pray? Almighty and everlasting God, we thank you that you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Keep us from falling into sin or running into danger. Order us in all our doings and guide us to do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy in this time of uncertainty and distress. Sustain and support the anxious and the fearful. And lift up all who are brought low. Lord, this morning, as we continue our journey out of the COVID lockdown, we pray for your protection. We pray for good sense, for common sense, that people will respect the rules that are set and respect others. And we pray for Europe, Lord, where there's a third wave of the coronavirus spreading. We pray that that can be held in check. Pray for good decisions made by governments and those in authority. We pray for all who have been affected by this illness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, with Julie this morning, we pray for her son-in-law, Sadiq. For his faith to grow. For him to be keen to find out more. To know more of your will for him, Lord, and, and for that journey for him to be a fruitful one. And, Lord, we, we open that up to all who are seeking at the moment. We pray for an increase and spread of faith in you, Lord. We know that you will be with us as we journey. We have that in your word, Lord. 
that you will walk with us and support us as we go. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray about that situation that developed in Northern Ireland yesterday when, when there was violence on the streets. We pray for those places around the world, Lord, where violence continues. Pray for an end to that, Lord. Pray for people to be able to be reconciled with each other, to find peaceful ways of airing grievances and having discussions. We pray that you will work through all of those situations, Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Father, this Easter time, um, as we celebrate that great moment of the resurrection, we pray for Christians who are oppressed, those who are persecuted, those who can't worship openly, We pray for their faith, Lord, that you'll keep it strong, even in difficult moments. And in all of those places, Lord, we pray for tolerance and understanding. And for the freedom for the faithful to worship openly and in peace. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so we say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in life eternal. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. So thank you for being with us this morning. Don't forget that morning prayer continues each day this week. And so as we go on into 
today's bank holiday, whatever the day may bring, whatever we do, let's go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. In the name of Christ, amen.